When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Well, just making sure that we're locked down on our, on our plan and our contingencies based on, uh, you know, whatever they might bring, whether it's pressures or uh, different coverages, uh, different ways to match uh, some of our best players, uh, giving them some answers. What are your thoughts just on how much better the Lions have gotten and what Hutchinson with the three sacks obviously last week has added to them? Well, yeah, they, they added a really good piece there with Hutchinson. Uh, you know, he's going to be a really good player in this division for a long time. Um, plays very hard, uh, athletic, and he's big. <laughs> Wes, Wes Phillips looks like you won a fan contest to be the Vikings offensive coordinator. Wow. He's got the, like the gray hunting beard and the hooded sweatshirt, and uh, yeah, we're just uh, just up here playing football. Just uh, gonna go hunting with my buddies this weekend, and hopefully be back a couple hours before the game and uh, drink some surly. I was gonna say uh, drink some before I die. So hopefully that godforsaken <laughs> NFL franchise in this town can win a Super Bowl. He's talking about contingencies there too, which basically means uh, options for Kirk Cousins in the passing game based on protections and what the defensive look might be. So we'll see if he can lean on those contingencies more. Did you guys know, just before we get into the Purple Picks here episode and uh, all of our own contingencies, that Kirk and the Vi- I will say Kirk and the Vikings passing game, so it's not all on Kirk, rank dead last in average depth of target so far this season. Ooh. Was that number not? That was an okay number coming out of the Green Bay game, right? It was it was a good number against pressure in the okay. Green Bay game. When they weren't facing pressure, it was a lot of short stuff, which okay. some of it's designed. Right. Some of it is screens or, you know, there's a crossing route or something that's only six yards down the field, whatever. So I'm not saying that you have to always be chucking the ball down the field, but I feel like I don't think they scripted it so that they would be last in average depth of target through the first two games. So something to watch on Sunday. This is Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die here on Purple Daily. And the show is presented by our friends at TCL. No matter what you watch, TCL has award-winning TVs for any budget, any space, all with stunning picture quality. And TCL makes more than just TVs. They offer mobile products, audio devices, and home appliances. TCL brings you joy and simplicity through innovative technology. And uh, the Minnesota Lottery, by the way, the show is also presented by Surly Brewing Company. We love our friends at Surly and the Before I Die Can. But uh, show the audience here Mm -hmm. and tell the audience about the glorious Minnesota Lottery Viking scratch-off ticket. 
the Vikings might not win each weekend, but you can, and that's through this, the Vikings big ticket scratch game. Yes, that is correct. More than a $10.2 million in total cash prizes. You know what it is, gentlemen? It's time to go big with the lottery's big ticket scratch game. So big, it has huge second chance prizes too. The lottery, say I'm in, must be 18 or older to go big. So remember, even when the purple doesn't win, you can win with the purple, the big ticket scratch game. All right, gentlemen, this is our Purple Picks episode each week where we're going to go through. We're, so we've we've kind of morphed this from where it was a year ago. And I'm going to present to you guys a series of questions here and we can fill in the blanks. And I think we can kind of carry these categories and questions into each week. Yep. So let's start with this one. And by the end, we will we will pick the Vikings or the Lions. We'll pick the spread, et cetera. But let's start with this question on a scale of one to ten. How big is this game? Um, I would put this game, I mean, it's a defining game as far as the steps in trying to figure out who or what this team is. I'm going to put this game at a, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm going to put it at a 7. I, I think wow. it's a very important mm. game to, to define. Now, now, if you're asking me, do I put it at a 7? Because if they lose, they're not going to the Super Bowl. No, because I don't expect that to begin with. But you know what? Week 1 was impressive. I'm not going to hold back here. Week one was impressive. You played the Packers, and yes, they had injuries. I get that. But you know what? Just like with the Twins, I'm not going to, well, they had injuries, so it doesn't know. You know what? Play through adversity. Vikings, week one impressive. I was very disappointed Monday night, flat out. I didn't think that the team was prepared. I didn't think that they were well coached. I thought that Kirk took huge steps backwards. You know, this is supposed to be a new Kirk because of KOC. So I'm going to put this at a 7 uh, it's a home game. To me, it's a tough game, but winnable. Um, and if there are designs, and there is from the very top of this franchise, that this can be a playoff team that can make a run, I think this game is pretty important in helping to define who you are. So I'm going to give it a a, a pretty high for week three, seven. It's a five for me. It's a five out of ten. Um, I, I don't think it can swing too far into panic mode. I don't think you can obviously take it completely lightly either. They're at home. Um, the Vikings have typically played very well at home and against the spread in general. I think this might be more of a track meet. You know, the Vikings have been very under. They're, they're over-under scores in weeks one and two. This one might be more offensive-centric because both these defenses have a lot of just question marks and they get gashed really easily. But I, I think it's a 5 out of 10. If they lose, I don't think it shipwrecks you. But from our Friday episode, I think you pump the brakes just a little bit on the optimism. But I do think the Vikings should be in control of this game. But it's a 5 out of 10 for me. It's like a four out of 10 for me. I think it's, first of all, if you lose, it's no longer the embarrassment that it maybe was a year or two years ago. The Lions are competitive and they're going to win some games and they, they beat you last year. They're, they're not a pushover team anymore. So it's not like a, it's not like a, oh my God, avoid embarrassment level of importance here. And if you win the game, it doesn't, it doesn't like vault you. It's a game that you're probably supposed to win. So I, th- and again, I have them kind of struggling to finish 500 going into the week seven bye. So, you know, if they lose this game, mm-hmm. it wouldn't shock me entirely. I think they're going to win it, and we can get to our official picks later. But I think in terms of like level of importance, it's like a four for me. Uh, next question for you guys: Is anyone playing or coaching for their job this week? Viking specific, but if you have any yeah. thoughts on the opponent from week to week, you can you can throw that out there too. Um, I think that I, um, no, for the most part, no. 
But I do think Cam Dantzler, I mean, he got benched. That, that, that was not a, that was not a, it's late in the game. We'd like to see different guys. He got flat out benched. Um, I actually thought in the first half of times he played well, but clearly he made mistakes that caused O'Connell, who's got a pretty long leash with guys, right? Like I think O'Connell's going to be a pretty patient guy. Uh, he benched his ass. So uh, Cam Dantzler is probably, if Cam Dantzler comes out and struggles again and potentially gets benched again, I don't think he starts against the Saints. So, yeah, he is probably in the short term right now playing for his job. And you know what's what's intriguing about this is I thought that the Dantzler thing was a, was a Zim thing. But if you got benched this quickly into your um, tenure with KOC as your coach, clearly there's it's like a you thing. There's a lack of attention to detail. There's something going on here. So, yes, Cam Dantzler very well might be playing for his starting job. Uh, I don't know if it's Dantzler playing for their job. And, you know, the Vikings safety situation has been a little murky just the first few weeks of the season. Cam Bynum hasn't looked great. Harrison Smith got burned a little bit against Philly. Is this the game where Lewis Seen can kind of solidify himself as a regular contributor? i kind of flip it, flip it, the question a little bit and say, can someone like Lewis Seen step in and force the hand that he can be a player that can contribute regularly and not just playing special teams or not playing defensive snaps. Can he kind of take someone's job if he gets a good opportunity against the Lions? Yeah. Yeah, I think you guys are are accurate sniffing around the the defense there. I don't think anyone on offense is playing for their, certainly no one's coaching for their job yet. Maybe in Denver they are, but uh, not here yet. Um. But I, I will shine a light on the center and right guard spots that just have not been. Those have been the weakest links along the offensive line, and the center has been a weak link for years. So it's not like, you know, put up or get benched for Garrett Bradbury yet. But if he has a bad game at home against the Lions, I think we're on Chris Reed or Austin Schlotman watch at some point. Now, Bradbury so, graded up pretty well PFF in Philadelphia pass protection-wise, yep. right? It wasn't terrible. Yep, it was fine. But we need more than like one random good game here. Oh, I agree. We need to string together a, a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, next question for you guys. What is the biggest storyline you're interested in this week with Vikings-Lions? The offense. Uh, the, the defense is probably the most important thing as far as short term because D- Detroit can score points. And the defense, which, by the way, is giving up uh, 15 and a half or f- 15 points um Fifteen and a half points per game. They're they're actually sixth in scoring defense, which is not terrible. But you know, the first half against Philadelphia was pretty damn bad. But I think the real storyline is the offense because the work in progress thing is absolutely true. This is going to take some time for it to become fully uh, gelled. But that being said, I'd like to see some steps. I'd like to see. I'd like to see Cook more. I'd like to see. Thielen more. I'm not saying more than Jefferson, but I am saying, I mean, he didn't have a target in the entire first half on Monday night. So I think the really intriguing storyline here is, do we see the offense continue to mature and grow? Uh, Because you know what? Unfortunately, patience there is going to be thin just because of the expectation that Kevin O'Connell was going to come here and change the offense. Do you think, real quick, do you think if the offense continues to sputter like it has in the second half against Green Bay and the the full game against Philly. Sure. Do do people by and large start to question KOC as a schemer and a coach and a first time play caller first, or do they start to turn toward Kirk Cousins first? Ooh, 
That's I think it's mixed. I think it's mixed because Cousins clearly has enough fans who are not who are never going to blame him. I think the masses though are going to start to wonder, you know, hey, we got this offensive play calling genius coach. Things aren't go- going well. Fair or not, there's going to be an expectation that Kevin was going to change Kirk and improve Kirk. So just off the top of my head, I think more heat would come down immediately on Kevin because he is sort of, and and plus he continues to blame himself. So like he's putting a lot of the weight of the situation on himself. I guess my question is when would that start to happen? Like if the offense doesn't play great in this game, I think it gets talked about more, but when would the heat not that would cost him his job, but when would the heat start where fans would start to get ticked off? Is that the Saints game? Is that the Bears game? Well, the, Bear, the, the Bears game would be one where, like, okay, guys, if if, if yeah. you're down 10 to 3 or something in late second quarter, then then booze would, but we're so far away from that. Uh, Dex, biggest storyline that you're most interested in? Yeah, just getting the rest of the offense going. Um, obviously, Justin Jefferson had a big game, but Dalvin Cook was basically ignored all in Philadelphia. Adam Thielen put up some garbage time points. Irv Smith had a disastrous performance, obviously, with the drop. K.J. Osborne's been a non-factor. I mean, the offense in general, I think, hasn't lived up to its potential. So I think it's more of spreading the wealth out to this offense and can get more contributors on the offensive side. J.J. had a great game against the Packers, and I still think things should funnel through him. But can the rest of the offense basically get going more? That's what I'm most looking forward to. Yeah, I'm on the offensive side of the ball, too. I'm going to give you two little nuggets here, little like storylines within the storylines that I am oh, most sidebars. interested in here. Okay, We're getting sidebars. Sidebars. Inside journalism. Yep. So I gave you the average depth of target stat that they're just, the Vikings have not been able to get the ball down the field in the air as much as they probably would like. According to MGM Sportsbook, the Vikings have thrown the ball 10 yards or less in the air 85% of their pass attempts this season, which is the highest amount of short passes of any team in the league. So again, there's a lot of short concepts here, crossing routes, etc. But I don't think they designed that many short passes in the first two weeks. Checkdowns, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was the plan. Agreed. So, and then on the, on the other side, too, you know, we mentioned this stat a couple days ago, state of the offense. Cousins has targeted wide receivers on only 55% of his passes this year. Top offenses that, and, and, I'll, and I'm picking a couple that don't have top tight ends, but like the Rams and the Bills, they're more like 70 to 75% wide receiver targets. Vikings at 55. So that's one thing. Can you get the ball down the field to your receivers? And then here's another one. Red zone. So Vikings are two for seven scoring touchdowns in the red zone this year. Not very good. According to MGM, the Lions have allowed 38 rushing touchdowns alone in the red zone to running backs specifically since the 2020 season, most in the NFL. A little bit of a different vibe this year with the Lions. So maybe they're, but their defense has been a train wreck. So um, can you get the ball into the end zone from the red zone is another sidebar storyline that I'm interested in. Uh, next question. What scares you guys the most about the opponent this week, the Lions? Their offense, flat out. Um, they they can score points now. And you know what? To their credit, Jared Goff. Like, Jared Goff's playing well. And, and yeah. I really thought that he, he was first a, a product of McVay and then just sort of a joke, and he's not. So, yeah, their passing game scares me. They can run the ball, which the Vikings are are struggling to stop. 
So, yeah, if there's one thing about Detroit, it's the fact that you can almost book they're going to score points on Sunday. Uh, the, the key is to contain them a little bit or a lot bit if, if the offense continues to struggle for the Vikings. But, yes, it is the Lions' offensive attack. Uh, they definitely have skill position weapons that they probably haven't consistently had in the past. Yeah, I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown has turned into a really, really good wide receiver for them. DeAndre Swift isn't a bad running back. They have playmakers on offense. The Lions used to be a pushover for the longest time where they'd have incompetence, you know, from their head coaching and whatnot. And, you know, you can you can make fun of Dan Campbell for being kind of a goofball, but he gets those dudes to play hard, and they've lost a lot of close games and have been in the majority of games uh, for for his tenure so far. So, yeah, that offense can actually put up some points, and I'm I'm just curious how the Vikings can hopefully control it. The thing that scares me the most is Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell doesn't just like football. He, Dan Campbell, loves football. He seems like a short shelf life guy, but we are in the middle of the shelf life right now. Like, this team is is dying on a hill for him right now. Yep. He's pushing the right buttons. He's getting Jared Goff to play better, or at least his staff is. And they are four and four in their last eight games, including a win over the Vikings. So they're, you know, they're coming off hard knocks. They're putting up thirty-four points a game in their last four. So they're the 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 Dan Campbell, you know, charge sort of just the the whole vibe that he is getting this team. Follow to play me with. to freedom. But yes, kind of scares me. I don't. Not that the Vikings aren't rallying around Kevin O'Connell. I think they do believe it. I, I feel like the Vikings are kind of feeling out, oh, okay, let's see here. Right. Okay, I felt good after week one. Kind of feeling our way around. The Lions are more like, let's go. Let's run through walls. Let's bite kneecaps, et cetera, <laughs> because we are no longer the you know the little engine that could team. So just that, that vibe can be dangerous and can snowball in the NFL in a good way for them. Uh, We will make our official game picks here in just a brief moment, but if you are like Judd, or really any of us on this show, and you're not very confident in your ability to fix things around the home, thank God for companies like Finch Home Solutions. That is correct. In fact, your your pick should be our friend Cody, a huge Vikes fan, and as Phil just said, Finch Home Solutions. They can take care of everything from faulty outlets to flickering lights to installing or repairing electrical panels. Everything that you shouldn't do. DIY has its limits. If you want to go paint, I don't care. That's fine. But don't burn your house down because you're a guy's guy. Let Finch solve the the problems. And here's the best part. Right now, Finch is offering a free home safety inspection to all Purple Daily fans. That's right. Free. So you have no excuse to say, honey, I'm going to go up in the electronical area of our house right now and fix it. You don't want to do that. Call Finch, 612-357-2604. FinchHomeSolutions.com. FinchHomeSolutions.com. I guarantee you, like a bunch of folks who have sent me notes from this show, you will be satisfied with the work that Cody and his crew do. They're outstanding. FinchHomeSolutions.com. Play it smart. Uh, Our friends at Federated have been helping business owners for over 100 years as well, and their corporate culture at Federated is grounded in integrity, equity, teamwork, and respect. These are the four cornerstones They create the foundation that supports all of their interactions with your business. They're all about maximizing the success of your business through risk management tools and resources. Find out more at federatedinsurance.com where it's our business to protect yours. All right, gentlemen, let's make our official picks. The Vikings 
are a six-point favorite right now over the Detroit Lions. That's too high, by the way. Okay. Sorry to in- okay. interrupt, but that's too high. Okay. I don't like okay. that. Okay. Well, you can, you'll be able to make your pick here in a second. Okay. 59% of bets are on the Lions. 56% of money is on the Lions. According to Action Network, the best play on this game is actually the over, they say, over 52.5, or at least... Uh, it can be depending on the number you get. The Vikings rank 30th in defensive DVOA, according to Football Outsiders. Lions offense looks like the real deal. Uh, Lions have given up a bunch of points. So they're they're less interested in uh, in flirting with the six points than they are with just taking the over on the 52.5. The Lions, by the way, have covered the spread in nine of their last 11 games overall. Yep. So very interesting. Yep. So let's go around the room here. Um, Vikings are six-point favorites. Who wins the game outright? And then if you have a different answer for who covers the spread, go ahead and give us that, too. All right, so uh, two things at play here. One is is I think we all gravitate towards, oh, these teams are going to score a ton of points. On paper, they should. But I feel like every time I say that, like, oh, man, the over is great. Yeah, <laughs> guess what happens? You get surprised. You get a surprise. Game goes under. Um, so I And, and Ed Donatel? Dude, if your scheme, my scheme's great. Players sucked. Well, I didn't say suck, but they weren't good. Okay, prove it. This weekend, prove it. Um, long story short, I do think the I do think Detroit covers the spread. I think the Vikings win outright, and I am predicting 24 to 20 Vikings win this game. Mm. I just I have a feeling that I'm so convinced that it's gonna be this high scoring affair that it's not. Um, I also think that six points on the spread is too much, but I think that the Vikings rebound nicely at home. And I do think the one thing about this team is I think they're going to be incredibly tough here. I think that the road games are dicey. The home games, the Vikings are going to be tough. 24-24 point victory. Interesting. Uh, I think the Vikings win and cover the spread. So I do think uh, they'll cover that six-point spread, no problem. Um, It should be, finally, I think more of an offensive-based game. The things have been a little bit more tamed in the first few weeks for the Vikings, but the, but the lions MO was not going to be shutting down defenses by any, or not going to be a, a defensive based team by any means. Their, their defense is pretty brutal. And so is the Vikings. I think the Vikings win 28, 17, 28, 17. So, uh, Famous I think, <laughs> I think the Vikings win six points is a little too much for me to, to swallow here. So I'm going to have different answers on both sides. I, I would I would take the points here. I would take the Lions and the points, but I think the Vikings win a closer game than six. So I'm kind of with Judd on this, and that it's to me it's like a 27-23. Maybe the offense gets going, and, it, and maybe they do go over. Maybe it's like a like a 31-28 or 31-27 or something like that. But uh, six points is just a little too much. With listen, the Vikings are are averaging. 15 points per game offensively, and they're giving up 15 points per game defensively. So to this point, it's been kind of a lower-scoring climate in two games that were kind of blowouts. So I'm not ready to say that this is just going to be, a, oh, unleash the Vikings and the, and the Lions are going to be a pushover. So Vikings win, but it's a closer game than the six. So there you go. Any other final thoughts from you guys on this uh, Purple Picks episode before we get to Vikings vent line tomorrow right after the game is over? Ed, sharp the defense. You told us the players stunk. Now prove come on, it, guy. Come on, come on, Ed. Ed, guy. Easy, Ed. I bet K- KOC said, "Hey, Ed, come here for a second. I just spent the whole bleeping week 
shouldering the blame. And you went into a press conference and basically said, I'm great. I did a great team job. was amazing. I just well, he, then he kind of remembered halfway through the answer <laughs> to one of those guys. He was like, I mean, like, we need to do a better job, you know, uh, coaching these guys, but uh, mostly Cam Dancer's a moron. So that's how it came off. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, if you could click the subscribe button on our Purple Daily YouTube channel, if that's where you consume this show. And if you listen on one of the audio platforms, a five star rating and a positive review goes a long way to help us spread the word about this Vikings community you are helping us build on Purple Daily. We'll see you guys tomorrow for Ventland. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. It's crazy to think that a few weeks ago we were talking about whether or not Tua Tagovailoa should consider retiring After two concussions and worldwide debates on player safety and NFL culpability, Tua has done nothing but go back to work and currently has the Dolphins riding a three-game win streak and one loss behind the division favorite Buffalo Bills. While everyone was yapping about the end of his career, Tua Tagovailoa said he'll decide when it's time. And clearly, he's not ready to hang up the cleats. Hi, this is Chris Howard from the Plugged In with Chris Howard podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up to the minute scores for every sport. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the MLB playoffs, the start of the NHL season, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.